0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister, welcome to the One Bitcoin Show, today is September the 15th, 2020, strong hand, long term thinking, conviction, alright, you gotta have conviction dudes. And uh, think good thoughts. Uh, We'll get into that in a second. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing tonight? If you have questions, I have answers. Uh, Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Uh, I am back in Baltimore. I've been back here for about six hours. Now, as you can see, the people watching this, I got some awesome new shirts. I'll be debuting them on the the, the shows that I'll be doing uh, these uh, next few days. And this one is from Salt Girl Clothing Company. It says, pound that like button. You can get one just like this, or you can get custom shirts from her, from Joanne. She's totally in motion. Here's a sticker she made. And the sticker has its Bitcoin symbol, but it says disruptmeister.com on it. And TechBault, the Twitter. So you remember my uh, Twitter account, Tech Uh Remember that, people. Uh, this Friday, 9 a.m. in the morning, Baltimore time. Three new this week in Bitcoin. People, check out uh, the archives. Uh, Ken, Gigi, and Anders were on uh, this past Friday. I'm a little out of it, guys, um, because I, you know, I was on a plane today. There were not many people. Well, the Asheville Airport's like the smallest uh, United States airport I've ever been on. It's small planes. Um, there's not many people at the airports, you know. Like we stopped in Charlotte, they they pack the pe- planes pretty well. The small planes, they're efficient about it. But not many people at the airport like it used to be. But hey, those of us that are flying are getting uh, good deals. And uh, mm, I just got a hair in my mouth there. So yeah, I, I guess bef- before I continue with, with the uh, the news, I. Um, yeah, it, it has not been a good evening tonight for me at all uh, on a personal level. Um, my grandmother uh, has uh, become uh, incredibly uh, ill, and uh, she has a bleeding on her brain, and she's in the hospital right now, and my mom is there. So uh, my entire family has been trying to deal with this situation for the last, uh, I mean, since 7 o'clock, I guess. So um, I'm doing the show. I want to do the show for everybody and just to show you that I got a strong hand. I got conviction how much how much longer I can do this every day um, is in question now uh, with, with the current situation so I just want I wanted to put that out there for everyone um, I just there's gonna be some things to, to deal with in, in my personal life so think good thoughts uh, for, for my grandma who is uh, in in the hospital as we speak at uh, one in the morning here on the east Coast so Um. Let's get, let's get to the show, but I did have to put that out there. And uh, if, you know, if there are any schedule, schedule changes and it does, it makes me, it, you know, situations like this definitely uh, make me just want to make sure that, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm, I'm living life to the fullest and I, I'm, I'm uh, my happiest and uh, I'm not just doing something because it's a habit. Uh, but so let's. So these topics today, I, I didn't have much time to research them, but I, I want to say. And hey, pound that like button for my grandma. Pound that like button um, for Salt Girl Clothing, like like the shirt, like the like the shirt says, dudes. And you got the, you, all sorts of things happen in life, so I got to roll with the punches, dudes. And I'm I'm definitely rolling with the punches tonight. And so Andy Hoffman has a a tweet out there today. Uh, and I hope this tweet of his, this prediction, it's a it's a bold, uh, it's a bold tweet. I like when Andy uh, goes bold on us. Okay, he says easily one of the most amazing corporate stories ever. Uh, MicroStrategy no longer needs to do business as holding will make them one of the wealthiest companies in the world. That is a, that's quite a business model, right? <laughs> you just hold bitcoin all of a sudden you're you're doing great. You don't even have to produce anything anymore. I really hope the world comes to that. <laughs> I really I really hope that microstrategy doesn't need to uh to do business anymore. They just become a holding of, of bitcoin uh that that's how they, uh, they they get their wealth. That that's great. Now, I don't, I don't know how soon we're going to see that, but I like the creativity on Andy's part. What's he talking about here? What's he talking about? Uh, MicroStrategy completed its uh, acquisition of sixteen thousand seven hundred ninety-six additional Bitcoin at an aggregate aggregate uh, purchase price of 170 million, $175 dollars. Million. To date, uh, we have purchased a total of thirty-eight thousand two hundred fifty Bitcoin. Um, yeah, that is uh, now what, what? Okay, at an aggregate price of a four hundred twenty-five million. Inclusive of fees and expenses. So they own 38,250 Bitcoin, which is 0.18% of all the Bitcoin that will ever be created. Uh, Come on, other companies. I hope hope you replicate what this Michael Saylor is, is doing over. Michael Saylor just launched the biggest high stake, most high stakes round of game theory in financial history. The first major, and he stresses the word first, major corporation to announce a material Bitcoin position Will benefit most. Yeah, they're good. Okay, they're going to benefit when the whole world follows its decision. Yes, I believe uh, many in the world will follow this decision. Apple, Microsoft, Berkshire, Amazon—someone will do it. Andy, you're right. Someone will do it. And yeah, I. Well, you know, one of them might benefit even more. They they, they buy even more of it. Who knows? Uh, but most likely, you know, once the tide starts rolling in, or the tide of new uh, buyers, large corporate buyers like uh, MicroStrategy, doing the same thing as MicroStrategy, valuing their wealth in Bitcoin. Yeah, the, the latecomers won't be uh, doing as well as, uh, as MicroStrategy. That's a good point. How scarce is Bitcoin? Tiny, insignificant. Until now, MicroStrategy owns one. OK, so he's saying MicroStrategy owns one hundred and five hundred forty fifth of all that will ever exist of Bitcoin. So until now, MicroStrategy was a very insignificant company. Now they uh, are going to, they own, as I said, point one eight percent of all Bitcoin ever uh, produced. That's one out of every 545 Bitcoin ever produced uh, MicroStrat- MicroStrategy owns. So they're, uh, they were tiny and ins- insignificant, but uh, they no longer are. Now, people the other day, uh, we're talking about uh, Jim Cramer was on Pomp's show, and Jim and Jim Cramer was talking a really big uh, game about uh, – he said he might put 1% of his uh, net worth in Bitcoin. Recently, uh, Jim Cramer, the host of CNBC's Man Money, says he might invest 1% of his net worth in Bitcoin, and this will be linked to below. I, I didn't have time to link to everything below before the show, but I'll do it after the show. Uh, the famed investor drew comparisons between Bitcoin and gold and cited the importance of hedging against inflation. Okay, he's talking the talk. And I believe, I don't believe he's actually going to do it. <laughs> I, I believe uh, other people that have a lot of wealth are going to put 1% of their wealth in Bitcoin. That is going to be awesome. When we have proof that there are many uh, wealthy people and famous people telling other people that they did it and proving that they did it, that, that will be great when, so he's talking the 1% talk now. Um, I, I hope he does it. And they there Andy Hoffman. When he was on my show, again, we're talking a lot about Andy today. When Andy Hoffman was on the show on Thursday, it's linked to below. Please watch it. Um, when he was talking about Jim Cramer, he, he compared, uh, Jim Cramer to, uh, barstool uh dave portnoy and uh you know it's it's very interesting portnoy has 1.8 million twitter followers and kramer has 1.3 million now i still think more people know who kramer is but is it is it like should we put kramer on a pedestal if he buys bitcoin i i don't i'm not putting i'm putting him on no pedestal okay I mean, I'm, I'm actually calling him out and thinking, I think he's just as impulsive as freaking uh, Dave Portnoy. I think he's just as impulsive as, as Portnoy. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, he might be able to influence more people to buy it than Portnoy will. But in terms of their social media reach, you know, and, and social media reach means young people. And I think that's a hey, anyone can buy Bitcoin. First of all, I don't discourage anyone from buying it. But uh, I, I think uh i think andy said dave portnoy was a new jim kramer i don't want to i don't want misquote him or anything like that uh they're they're, di- they're different animals but one can make an argument that it is uh if it is important at all it's more important uh, for dave portnoy to be talking about bitcoin than uh jim kramer okay uh retweet this dudes i'm uh, putting it out there in the chat one two three no scope said only uh 550 companies can do what MicroStrategy did for the bit. Yeah, for for the bit for for Bitcoin that will ever be created. Only eight more purchases of 38,250 Bitcoin, and this year's entire mining supply would be bought up. That is a great way of phrasing it. That's a really good way of phrasing it. One, two, three, no scope. Good job. Uh, we 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 did similar uh, rephrasing of it when they bought their first hunk of it i'm so impressed they bought their second hunk i mean it's great um all right and roman Chu says my grandma is in her mid-90s in january she had major organ failures doc said zero percent chance of recovery but she's back to normal dude that's awesome praying for you and your family there is always no there's hope um there's definitely hope definitely hope um but without a doubt this is the uh most challenging of the uh situations that uh, she has faced, uh, her, her judging on her, her current state uh, in, in the hospital, being transferred to another hospital as uh, we speak, I believe. So uh, let, let's move on here to the uh, next uh, subject matter, which is uh, Tether. Oh, I, I talked about this the other day also, but now we have official an official article reminding us of uh, the centralization of, of Tether. And uh, Tether has helped recover $1 million in lost stablecoins after a mistake sent them to incorrect address. Tether is able to perform such recoveries thanks to centralized control of the stablecoin platform. Centralized control always, uh, I mean, excuse me, centralized control allows Tether and Coinbase backed USDC, okay, there's another one, to work with law enforcement officials to fight illegal activity, so uh, yeah, n- no money laundering there. But oh, that's a good segue into the next uh, topic at hand. So yeah, guys, it, why, I don't know why anyone wants to be involved with something that can be—you uh, know—you can turn back the clock on it like that. You can re- reversible. I don't know why anyone wants to be with something that's that's reversible. Uh, that's centralized i mean that's what's centralization to me just means reversibility all right in in the crypto space at least the coin telegraph has this article about the uh regulatory risk grow for defi as a money laundering haven so yeah if it's uh the way uh uniswap is set up and zach uh vol actually pointed this out before i think he theorized part of their uh Part of the large volume over there is because the people are, quote-unquote, laundering their money uh, because there's no uh, there's no KYC over there. Now, I, I can see how <laughs> the regu- regulators are going to pick on this. They're going to pick on something similar to Uniswap, SushiSwap, whatever is out there. Do I think they should do that? No, I don't think they should do that. No, I think they should let compete. Don't complain. Don't just try to destroy something, but eh, they're gonna they're gonna be some uh, targets out there. Okay, there's gonna they mention how something like Uniswap is funded by uh, large uh, entities. I mean, and they could, I mean, the regulators could threaten those large entities and say, "Hey, uh, you guys are gonna be in big trouble if you continue to fund this uh, these these projects that are." Uh, we suspect are laundering money and they'll comply. Also, we could end up with uh, blacklisted addresses. If you deal with Uniswap and your address and they're, they're um but that's what the article goes into. You can read the article article to me. It's just uh, what well, it is. It is newsworthy uh, when these uh, insane board governments just want to, they just want to help the people. They just want to regulate. No, no, no laundering. We got to stop those bad guys with their laundering, and now they're doing it through DeFi. Uh, so this is this is early on in the process of accusing uh, of these entities accusing DeFi of being a money laundering tool. Get used to it, though, people. You're going to hear more about this in the future. I, I don't support uh, calling DeFi that at all. Uh, I, I I think uh, people should uh, be able to experiment in all sorts of ways with uh, private money, cryptocurrency, whatever you want to call it. All right, we got a we got some question, questions here. Uh, 123 No Scope said, how long do you think it took MicroStrategy to decide they were going to use Bitcoin as a treasury reserve? This obviously had been in their talks for months, if not a couple of years. The interesting p- p- point is that their leader, Michael Saylor, I believe that's his name, Um, He didn't like Bitcoin at all in 2013. So he he wasn't planning it in 2013 at all. He wasn't planning it in 2013 at all. Uh, I do want that's a great question, man. It's not just it's not a spur of the moment decision. It's just not a spur of the moment type of decision. We're going to spend millions on Bitcoin. (sighs) Oh, God. Someone says, and you, you, dude, you got to remember, you got to type in Bitcoin, Meister, but since I'm looking right here and I was just about to conclude the show, what about India's flip-flop on cryptocurrency ban? Dude, I've lived through this before with China, man. This is old news. These these countries, they go back and forth. It's nothing to, nothing to worry about, nothing to care about. They don't know what the other hand's even doing. Bureaucracy in, in India is something nasty, too. So I don't know if it's legal or illegal now. What, what they decide today? Yeah, I, I mean every day they change – it seems like every day they change their mind. We went through this with China for years and years. A lot of countries do this. These are huge countries with huge populations. Who, who cares uh, what, what India says? I mean if they, if they want to be some backwater uh, type of uh, country to their people, their people will find a way. There's a freaking 1.1 billion people. If they want it, they will find a way. They won't care uh, if it's illegal or not. But I have no – it doesn't bother me at all that India goes back and it's totally typical of uh, of that type of uh, of, of this space. Uh, what countries? Do, I mean, China did the same. Uh, we lived. It's all cyclical, man. What China did in in 2016, India does in 2019 and 2020. Uh, also, considering uh, MicroStrategy is partly owned by Vanguard and BlackRock, BlackRock, do you think they were consulted on the B- the Bitcoin purchase? Well, they had to they had to consult the board. I believe. And do they have representatives on the board? They um, I, I would say there's a there's a chance that they they consulted them. But just because Vanguard and Black BlackRock either didn't care or approved of it doesn't mean that BlackRock and Vanguard are, are going to to do something like that. So I wouldn't get your I want to get your hopes up because those big names are uh, were possibly even a minor part of the decision process. We take it one step at a time. Um, they've, they've had every shot in the world to uh, invest in Bitcoin too. Um, and if they're late to the game, they, they, I guess they'll, they'll regret it. They will regret it if, they, if they're late to the game. Although, I mean, they're so wealthy, those uh, those entities uh, already. But yeah, they still regret it. You know, big big entities like that, they want to just maximize their wealth as much as possible. So if they look back one day and say, oh. MicroStrategy was smarter than us. Yeah, that's a regret right there. But you guys have no regrets. No regrets. No regrets, dudes. Please uh, have no regrets in life and uh, have a strong hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Uh, I'll I'll probably see you tomorrow with a new show. Uh, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. This is Meister. Check out Joanne's uh, uh, link below to, to see. I don't know if she even has a shirts like this there, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if she has them up there. But you contact her about it. She might, she might have pictures of them. I really like this shirt. I really like this shirt. Thank, thank you, Joanne. And you know, she was in motion. I met her at the Long Beach event, and uh, that's you know, she started. She says she wants to make me shirts. She makes me shirts. That's how you're in motion, man. That's how you just. You get this thing going. So I want to – what's her what's her darn URL? I have it listed below, but I just want to say it for the people listening at home. SaltGirlClothing.com. All right, dudes. I'm going to go to sleep or something. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks.